business and people. Your host, Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Hey everyone, this is Walt Bayless and welcome to the Business and People podcast. I've got a very special guest, someone that reached out to me and has built an incredible community and is, as such is building his business alongside of it. This person is a mindset specialist for entrepreneurs, able to take entrepreneurs and help them break through some of the mental boundaries and the fears that are holding them back. Along with that, he's built an incredibly engaged group of entrepreneurs on Facebook, which is delivering massive value and collaborating together to achieve incredible things. This person is somebody that I really respect in business, and I'm so thrilled to have them on board with the Business and People podcast. Welcome to the show, Mr. Tyson Sharp. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's, it's great to have you with us, man. Now, Tyson, one of the things that's really amazed me as we've got to know each other is how you've been able to create this incredible group of people on Facebook that are all kind of entrepreneurs, business-focused people, and this collaboration effect where everyone's kind of helping each other out. How did that all come to be? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's sort of how I started growing my business um, is basically by engaging with people getting them uh, on the phone or even just by text and asking them who in my network I can send their way that would be ideal clients or key sources of collaboration. And it's a very low-risk question, adds so much value. And what it did was it, it was it gave me the resourcefulness to send people their way and create the relationships uh, off a base of value. And so I grew my... The last 12 months, I grew my business network by basically doing that. Wow. And so I, the more it grew, the more I was able to add value and the more it compounded on, its, on itself. So I just started to create a Facebook group where I encouraged people to do the exact same thing and I did the same thing for them and we started all growing as one. Wow. So I've seen some incredible things in that group. I mean, you're putting together kind of weekly uh, webinars and that kind of stuff where, where people can jump on a call, talk about different things that are working in their business. You've got over 800 people now in that group. Is that right? Yeah, we just ticked over 900 this morning. Wow, fantastic, man. And this has only been in the last kind of three, four, four months or so. Yeah, so it was pretty, it was pretty dead. Uh, I, I, grew it, I started growing it a few, a few years ago, but then I didn't really kick off. I wasn't really passionate about it. But about three months ago, um, I really started getting passionate about it. I started like, uh, you know what I do. I do a lot of the internal work as well in terms of my meditation and resolving my internal conflicts, of course. Uh, that's what I specialize in. So in doing that, came out of a creativity to just start up this group again and just yeah. so much creative ideas on adding value that I just decided to uh, relaunch it, rebrand it, and the ideas are just flowing. And, yeah, in the last three months, it's probably doubled in size, the engagements. You know, I'm getting probably about 2.2 thousand pieces of engagement each each month. Which is And it's, it's just growing from there. Which is incredible. Absolutely massive. What's one of the things that really surprised you about this group so far, Tyson? Well, being a, being a group on Facebook that's obviously free, the, it's so surprising that people are willing to jump on Zoom calls, they're willing to do exercises, they're willing to collaborate and contribute to each other despite just being, uh, just despite being a Facebook group, you know, yeah. and, and um, the engagement's incredible. The people who are reaching out to me and with testimonials saying how 
excited they are, the insights, the breakthroughs, the, the help they've got, what the breakthroughs in their business. It's just, it's just been uh, it's a testament to the, the community members and how willing they are to get the value from it and use the community that we have there. That's so good. So it's literally business owners and entrepreneurs helping each other out. And, and as you said, it's you know, amazing for you that, that somebody at a particular level will jump on a call with someone and help them through their situation in a totally free environment. Uh, and just, as you said, collaborating and, and working together to make things a bit easier. I find that fascinating. So tell me a little bit about your, uh, your coaching business, because you've come into a space where uh, you, you're mainly dealing with entrepreneurs who are stuck and helping them get through some of those blocks. Is that right? Correct. So my real, after, you know, coaching hundreds of business owners in the last, you know, in the last couple of years, I noticed the pattern that a lot of people are trying to achieve the next level of success mm. because at some level they're trying to fill a void within themselves. Right? Yep. They want to get that next level of success because they want to feel like they're enough. They want to feel like they're worthy which to the unconscious mind is basically life and death. And so I find that underlying pattern is what causes a lot of the fears, doubts and frustrations in business and resolving that internal conflict um, allows you to, allows you to use the avenue of business to just to spread what you already feel inside, right? You're using the avenue of business to spread your love, your joy, your abundance, your passion, um, your mission, all those different things. So you're using business in that regard rather than trying to get something, uh, you know, to feel something internally. And so that flip of consciousness is what I, uh, is what I help people do in, the, in my community as, as my clients. And that's really where their success starts being a byproduct instead of trying to be a Band-Aid and trying to f- fill that void within themselves. So that's really what my coaching is all about that's really what I'm passionate about and, um, and communicating that in the group in terms of uh, transformational group coaching calls and things like that is where people are getting the most value, I find. That's amazing. So how did you get into that field, mate? Uh, so <laughs> after six years of university, I uh, had no clue what I wanted to do with my life, like mm-hmm. many people leaving university. So long story short, I was in, I found myself in, Toronto, Canada, of all places, lived in, in Canada for two years. I found myself living in a, in a bedroom that was about eight foot by about 16 foot and I literally didn't have a kitchen or a bathroom or, or anything like that. I basically just uh, found myself stuck in, in, in a bit of a rut until I got into personal development and I got into the likes of Ty Lopez and Tony Robbins, all those different things. And the moment I started falling in love with coaching was when I invested half of everything I had in the bank and jumped into my first online coaching training with Tony Robbins and, and the Robbins Madonna's training and learning how to be a coach, learning how to create transformations and do it for other people. And um, that was really the journey where I'm like, okay, that is what I'm, that's what my passion is. That's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm going to move forward with. Regardless of how hard it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to grow my own business. Wow, cool. And have you, so you, you found yourself stuck and, and in that place in Toronto without any clue of what, what your thoughts are to go forward. Have you found that getting involved with the coaching uh, space has helped you clarify where you want to go and what you want to do? Yeah, of course. Of course. It's, a, it's you know, I find coaching is basically you know, self-inquiry. You're basically just looking internally and finding those answers you already know within. Mm. And um, 
I've had coaching myself, of course. Everyone needs um, some help in identifying some, some patterns that are unconscious to you. Mm. So someone from the outside can, can allow you that awareness a lot more, a lot more easily. But um, it's really cool when you, can start to, when you can start to look within, start to recognize the tools, tactics, strategies you can adopt yourself to start really having those breakthroughs, start moving forward, start uh, achieving and living the quality of life that you want. It's really exciting. What's one of the ones for you that, that's, um, you know, tell us a story about something specific about the, the coaching process that's allowed you to do that, um, you know, to have those forward mo- movements uh, where otherwise you might not have found it? Oh, geez. So the, you know, time and time again, what allows me to move forward is the deeper awareness of acceptance, right? Deeper awareness of acceptance. So when you are able to accept and love and appreciate all the things that are going on inside you, that always allows you to move forward in some ways. Every single time you're stuck, it's because of a story you're telling yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have these emotions of fear, doubt, frustration, when you're telling yourself the stories like you should be somewhere else, you need a different level of success, um, I find taking a step back and observing those patterns and allowing them to be there without any judgment or resistance, it's almost like the formula for being able to see your patterns in a different way and have a different relationship with your patterns in a different way. Mm. So when you're able to feel fear, for example, and instead of avoiding it, instead of reacting to it and thinking that it's wrong or it shouldn't be there, if you were to able to provide the loving, safe space for it, that is really where you can start to see magic happen. And it's, uh, it's not something that a lot of people do. But for me, especially in, in business, whenever I'm going through um, a bit of a conflict or a bit of a challenge, right, it, it always pays dividends to be able to feel that fully without any resistance yep. and, uh, and develop a different relationship with that. Because what you're basically doing is you're allowing a different relationship with a younger side of you. You've, got, you've developed these patterns of ways in which you think you need to be or ways in which you think your world needs to be in order for you to feel enough. Yeah. So when you allow those emotions to be there, when you allow them to, when you welcome them and you're able to provide that loving, safe space, you basically unconsciously provide the loving, safe space that your five-year-old wishes they had. And you're able to resolve that internal conflict in those moments. And so... That's really what I find time and time again in my own life. When you're able to do that, it's almost impossible for you to not have a breakthrough or a different level of insight or a different guidance system on what to do next mm. in your business. From, a, from an entrepreneur's perspective, I think probably uh, fear, self-doubt, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff happens uh, so regularly that it becomes a part of the entrepreneur's journey. Yeah. When you're talking about having a, a loving, safe space for those emotions – Let's focus on fear just as, a, as one of those examples, Tyson, and say, okay, you know, whoever, the, our audience are listening right now, they're in the car, they're on their way to work, or perhaps they're on the treadmill in the morning. Um, and as an entrepreneur, I can speak from personal experience, where you have that kind of knot, that pit, you know, and it's just, it's a fear of, uh, of things not going right. It's a fear of, of, you know, getting through that next challenge that you're faced with at the moment. When you talk about accepting that emotion, how would somebody go about looking at that feeling of fear and being able to change that direction? Yeah, totally. So if you are, if you're 
in the car if you're if you're if you're listening to this on the couch or you know you have some time to yourself and wherever you're listening to this you have the awareness to just feel your body yeah right so you would describe that as a knot in your stomach me too i get knots in my stomach i have heaviness in my chest yeah um i feel i feel fear especially in my stomach um what you may notice is that you have the knot in your stomach, we'll take your example, yeah. but then you also have the judgment about the knot. That's true. Right? You have the judgment that says it shouldn't be shouldn't there. Be it there. should, be, it should yeah. be different, right? Yeah. And the more you resist it, the more it's going to be there, consciously or unconsciously. All fear will exist while you're resisting it. You can almost imagine like with your if you have a five-year-old come up to you and they're scared, right? Mm-hmm. They have fear. Mm-hmm. Would you tell that five-year-old, go away, little kid, until you feel better? Or would you tell them you shouldn't be feeling this way, you should be feeling something different, right? Or would you just be the loving, safe space for them to feel and experience how what they're feeling and experiencing? Yeah. And what I find is that our inner five-year-old's coming up in terms of fear mm. and what we're doing consciously or unconsciously is we're either avoiding that five-year-old and saying, I'm going to go distract myself and not feel it. Yeah. Or you resist it and you say to that say to that fear and that five-year-old, you shouldn't be there. You should be doing something different. You should be feeling a different way. You need yeah. to be fixed. Yeah. And you can almost feel like that five-year-old, the more you resist them, the more they're going to cling on to you. You're right. Right? But the more you feel the knot, you can actually start to have a different relationship with the knot. Yeah. You can have a level of acceptance that says, I'm willing to feel you. I'm willing to provide that loving, safe space for you to just express how you're wanting to be expressed. And you can have a different relationship with it. You don't need it to leave. It's almost a, it's a paradox. The more you don't need it to leave, the more it will want to leave. My clients describe it like they feel their emotions and they're wanting, they're welcoming them. But then their emotions are like fading away. They're dissolving in front of them. And they're like, where are you going? Right? I, I need to. I need you now. I need, I need, I've I need to learn. You. Yeah, I need to learn a bit. I need to learn more. I need to feel you more. And it's, they just feel it to start to dissipate. Mm. You can see the very, very big difference compared to someone who has the unconscious uh, or even conscious fear and they think it shouldn't be there. They think it's wrong. They think it needs to be fixed. Mm. And therefore, it just, it just starts to grow whether that be consciously or especially unconsciously, it'll grow as well. Mm, interesting. So I know that you and I have had conversations before this call regarding meditation. Is that something that uh, you found to be helpful when you're talking to your clients in terms of understanding these uh, these emotions that are coming through and and not dealing with them is the wrong phrase, but uh, but I guess accepting them in a different way. Are you, are you predominantly using meditation with your clients in order for them to do that? Or are there other tools that you use in the same way? Oh, there, there are many tools, many tools. It's all case-by-case case basis, what resonates with some people. Sure. Um, I found meditation to be super, super helpful. Mm. You know, meditation is just basically what you what you just did. If you were able to pay attention to your body, you started having a different level of awareness, mm. right? You started, uh, you just started, providing a different relationship where you started accepting a few things. You started paying attention to your stomach or your chest or your head or whatever. And I find that when you sit down in meditation, you're able to observe those thoughts. You're able to observe what's coming up for you. You're able to observe those, those emotions. Mm-hmm. And 
it gives you the the it gives you the ability to just have a different relationship with whatever's coming up and then you can start to see that you're not all of that you're the space that all of that exists in so you have a very very different relationship with your challenges your problems even your results yeah and your emotions everything that's coming up because you realize you're none of that you're just the space that it's all existing in wow and so you know even people in my in my group um they're they're very uh they're very open to experiencing these sort of shifts and i find with my clients meditation could be you know the best tool that they have and the number one go-to tool to experience themselves at a different level and when when they start resolving those internal conflicts like i described before what's left is a space of just uh endless creativity and flow and guidance so then they're able to pour that into their business at a completely different level because they've just basically dissolved the stories of limitation and the stories of, of how they think they should or shouldn't be. And what just comes up is just a natural, uh, a natural, you know, creative flow that they can then have that insight or that breakthrough and they know they feel pulled to uh, take that next action and their next step. Nice. So... Tyson, as, as we're talking, I can, I can feel thousands of people who are listening to the call right now going, meditation, I don't have time. Yeah, All the yeah. people are too busy. They're, too, uh, they're already booked calendar back to back, you know, juggling lives, etc. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the number one response you would get when you're talking to people about meditation is time. How do you address that with, with the people that you're, de- that you're talking to? It's, it's, also, it's also a paradox. It's yeah. pretty, pretty crazy how... The more you the more you start meditating, the more you want to meditate, and the more you need, the more you know you need to. Mm. Um, so it can be a bit of a hurdle when people start. I'll give you an example. Um, I'm on a challenge right now of meditating for two hours a day um, for 90 days, and I'm about 75 days into it. Well done. And um, and what I find is when I wake up, I have all this to do list. Like we're all business owners. Yeah. And I have this to do, so the, the calls I need to get on, the people I need to email, the, the clients I need to get back on. Once I sit down and meditate for an hour, I realize I don't have to do any of that. I don't have to do any of it, right? The bit, what I find is that the best way I can serve, the best way I can move my business forward, the best way in which I can um, grow myself is to develop a deeper connection with myself. Mm-hmm. Because then you start to find creative ways of doing things. You can, um, you know, you can delegate, automate, or delete a lot of the tasks. There's so much creativity that, you know, it's just such a. It's, it feels like such a more a more impactful resource than just getting stuff done. And so what I found is that meditating can actually be one of the more productive things you can do, rather than going out and aimlessly just re- relying on your action and willpower and that and those sort of things. Um, so it's, I, I, I wouldn't advocate it that it's for everyone. Yeah. Um, cause it's just sort of, it's a tool that many people can use, but if you're, if you're willing to try it and you start to have this awareness, I, I would recommend doing it for just once for 30, 30 to 45 minutes. If you want to go an hour and challenge yourself, go for it and just see what happens yourself when you, when you're able to sit there in silence and do it and see what comes up for you and then you'll start to see that this is a tool that can actually be such a powerful you know asset in business yeah nice i know people like uh ray dahlia who who um 
I've forgotten the title of his book, but amazing book, wrote um, uh, New York Times bestselling author and one of the, the leading hedge fund managers in the world talked about the fact that meditation was his number one uh, reason or tool that he's been able to achieve the success he has. So there's plenty of, of um, courses out there, YouTube videos, you know, articles on how to get started in that space if somebody's interested. But of course, they can go to, uh, to your website, which is tysoncoaching.com and talk not only about obviously about meditation, but about getting through some of the blockages. Can I just come back to that just for a second? One of the things you said was was uh, looking at these feelings that we have and being able to have a different relationship with them. So we talked about fear and being able to address that and say, you know, instead of running away from it or pushing it away and doing something else or avoiding it to be able to welcome it in a different space. But then you also said something about uh, not only having a different relationship with the the feelings that, and recognizing that that's not you, but also to the results as well. So yes. are, are you talking about the fact that um, good or bad, whatever the, whatever the results that are happening in a business owner's life, um, there's a, a different way of looking at, at that as well? Yes, yes. You are not your results. And that freezes people up sometimes, but it's the truth, right? It's the truth. We are not our results. If your results go away, you still exist. Wow. Yep. A lot of people tie themselves into that. So one paradigm that's shifted my world and shifting a lot of the people in the community and my clients as well is that what they're, what they're looking to do is not necessarily achieve a result because you can see this. I talked about this on the, on the transformational group call today as well for the, for the group. If you're looking to achieve a result because at some level you're trying to fill a void within yourself, mm. one of the worst things you can do is achieve the results. Like, it's, like it's like a, you're like a drug addict that says, I need my fix because then you need that to feel fill that void. So mm. if you achieve that result, all of a sudden you need more results. All of a sudden you're, you live in fear that you're going to lose that result. Right? The example I gave was 10 clients. If you have 10 clients and you say, I need that in order to feel safe, secure, enough, worthy, happy, free, abundant, what happens when you achieve those 10 clients? You're going to live in fear that you're going to lose them. Because it's filled a void within yourself. Mm. The paradigm shift is to really start seeing yourself and resolving these internal conflicts so that you're operating at a level, you're operating at a space where those 10 clients just come as a byproduct. And what do I mean by that? If you're operating at a level where your consciousness, your energy, whatever you want to call it, is is so high you're so creative you're in flow and you're just aligned with life who do you need to be what flow do you need to be in what side of you do you need to tap into where those clients just come to you where they're attracted to you and it just happens as a byproduct so for example this group a lot of the clients i'm getting at the moment it's just a byproduct of me pouring my passion into this group and it's just happening and I'm not trying to get that in order to be a certain way, in order to feel a certain way. I'm feeling that way now and therefore the creativity is coming out and the results are just a byproduct. So, so you can see the difference. Let me see if I can reflect it back just for a bit of clarity. So here's a salesperson. They've got a target each month they need to hit. Um, and and uh, I, again, I'm kind of reenacting somebody that might be listening to this and pushing back, they'll be saying, but I need to hit those targets, Tyson. I need to, I need to hit my monthly goals. And, and the business owner says, you know, as, as, as you, as you referenced there, I need those 10 clients. I can completely understand what you're saying there in terms of once you get them, now you have the fear of losing them. And it's that, that uh, terrible 
tightening of the knot, I guess that would yeah. be a, a continual thing. Um, how would you suggest that somebody then should should approach targets and you know income goals and 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 that kind of stuff from a a complete different perspective than they have been up until now? Totally. First step is to observe the story you're telling yourself about hitting those targets, right? Although you may have a boss or someone that's, that's created these goals and created these targets, say, if you don't follow these, if, you don't, if you're not up to scratch, you know, we're going to get rid of you. I would, the first thing is the awareness piece, right? The first thing is the awareness piece. The best question I always ask someone is what's the biggest fear? What is the worst outcome? Mm-hmm. What is the worst outcome for you? That may be getting fired from this job. That may be having no sales every single month for three months and then just leaving without the, the financial security. If, that is, if that's your worst case scenario, I want you to go there and I want you to feel it. I want you to not, not go out there and, uh, and, and make that happen, but imagine what that would be like. Imagine what you would feel internally if your worst case scenario was to happen. Mm. And... That's the relationship you need to build with that five-year-old, that five-year-old who's scared, that five-year-old who's worried that says, I'm not going to be able to do uh, what I want to do, live the life I want to live, um, provide security, safety for my family. You, that's the five-year-old that you need to, that you need to love unconditionally because what will happen is you will resolve that internal conflict and you'll have a very different story about hitting the targets. Right? So you'll no longer need to hit the targets in order to feel a certain way, but you'll be operating from a place of creativity and flow and alignment where all of a sudden you're thinking at such a different level where and feeling at a different level where not only can you achieve the, the outcome, but 10,000 other ideas, 10,000 other goals can now make room to come into your life Rather than just those those ten clients or that or those sales targets, right, right. So you have so much creative flow where you're just like, what can I do? Who can I be? Where they just come as a byproduct, where that just happens, mm. and all of a sudden I open myself up to even more of what's possible. So, so to be clear, we're not talking about from a sales target point of view. We're not talking about sitting on the edge of the couch in the lotus position and dreaming that the clients are just going to magically come to you. What we're talking about is changing the way that you uh, present yourself, you feel about yourself so that you can be of service and they are naturally attractive to, the, to that client base that you're talking about. So, for example, and let's just see if we can, we can spitball this a little bit. Um, for example, instead of hitting the phones every day with 50 dials that you need to make, um, if, you're, if you're changing that relationship with that sales target, you might be looking at a different way of putting out more material that brings people to you yeah. rather than chasing them. So am I right with that? We're not talking about just sitting and wishing that they'd come to you. We're talking about having a different relationship with the outcome so that you can change the way that you're approaching those mm-hmm. targets. And you're having a different relationship with the side of you that's scared to fail. Interesting. Right? The side of you that's scared. Because once that's resolved, it makes room for creativity. It makes room for flow. It makes room for alignment. Yeah. And you can have more creative ideas where all of a sudden people are coming to you, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden people are coming to you. Uh, with, with the community, a lot of people are now coming to me instead of me reaching out to them. And, um, and that's, just, that's just happening because I'm in such alignment and yep. in such a creative flow. So you can make room for those types of ideas and that type because. 
how, how many ways, how many different ways are there for you reaching those targets? Thousands, millions, whatever it may be, right? There's so many endless ways. It's just a matter of how much creativity you're willing to tap into. And so I find that when you have a different relationship with the side of you, the internal child, the five-year-old that is scared to fail, that's scared to lose the love that unconsciously would be the love of your parents or the, or the guardians of when you're growing up, all of a sudden you, you, you make room for that. You have a different relationship with yourself and therefore you can apply that to business. It's just wow. a completely different consciousness shift. You can apply what's, what's emerging to your business instead of trying to achieve a business outcome so you can feel a different way. Interesting. Wow, that's, that's really cool, mate. So, guys, if you're listening to this, you can head over to tysoncoaching.com and we'll make sure that there's a link in the, in the show notes there as well. And, and if you wanted to get involved with Tyson's Entrepreneurs Group, which I highly recommend, I'm a member there as well, just uh, joined as, um, as invited by Tyson, it's tysoncoaching.com slash group. And that will be able to, uh, to hook you up there with some incredible entrepreneurs and people who are collaborating together to achieve results, which I, which I find fascinating. Tyson, knowing what you know now, having been involved with, as you said, hundreds and thousands of, of business owners and, and coaching situations over the years, what do you find are some of the common mistakes that entrepreneurs make when they're starting out on the entrepreneur journey? When they're starting out, you know, I find that a lot of people are trying to place their, their success in terms of the tactics, tools, and strategies. So they're looking externally to try and find the answers um, instead of coupling the answers they find within mm. with the tools uh, with the tools that they learn. So business tools, tactics, strategies are obviously very, very important. You're not going to be able to grow a community and, and do all those different things or grow a business without the basic foundations of the tools. Yep. Um, I find people run into a lot of hang-ups when they place their success on finding the right tool instead of looking internally and saying, who do I need to be, right? Who do I need to be? What internal conflicts do I need to resolve? What sort of, uh, what sort of creativity and flow do I need to tap into mm. so that I can use these tools with so much creativity that my success is just a byproduct and my success is inevitable? Yeah. So let's let's take that to a, to an example then. So let, uh, I have a sixty second challenge that I do with a, a lot of our guests, and I'd like to to run it by you. So the sixty second challenge goes like this: as a context, you catch up with a friend who you haven't seen in ten years, and uh, they tell you that for the last ten years since they left school, um, they've been an employee, and they they've just taken the step out to become their own boss. They've just started their own company. They've got this uh, idea that they're working on. They're, they're you know putting all those things together. They sit down with you and, and know that you've got this amazing group together of entrepreneurs and plus you obviously run TysonCoaching.com as your own business yourself. And they say to you, Tyson, what should I do to guarantee myself the success? What, should, what are some of the things that, that I should do in my business to make sure that I can uh, succeed at this venture that I'm taking? Yeah, super, exactly like we described before. Imagine the worst case scenario. Yep. Feel that. Feel that in your body, and build a different relation. Build a relationship, a loving, safe relationship with that, with that younger you, that five-year-old self who thinks, "If I fail, I'm not going to be enough." The if terrified. You that, if you do that, if you resolve that internal conflict, there will be no fear, doubts, and frustrations that will, that will hold you back. Interesting. 
I love it, mate. I think it's I think it's absolutely fantastic. Now, one of the things that that started you on this journey all the way back in Toronto was your introduction to to Tony Robbins, as you said, with the the world of personal development. Has there been any books specifically that have made an impact on you, or courses that you've taken, or you know, some of the media that that maybe you gift to others more often, things that you or, or publications that you talk about? Yeah, oh, there's there's so many, there's so many. Um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the work I'm doing at the moment. Well, anyone who's listening to podcasts, Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School is something that someone who lays down the foundations of psychology and the foundations of um, of how you how you can develop a relationship with thoughts and the emotions. Um, that's also a really really powerful one. If you resonate at some level with what I'm saying here, uh, Kyle Cease has a really cool book, um, The Illusion of Money that talks all about your relationship with money and the sides of you that, uh, that need to be resolved if you're to get the financial and, and, um, and wealth and abundance that you, that you desire. So those are two, two things I would recommend. Nice, cool. I'll make sure that we've got a, a link there for, uh, for people to go and check those out, mate. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what's, what's next for you, Tyson? As you're growing as uh, obviously the group, and, and again, guys, please make sure you go and check out TysonCoaching.com, but get involved in the entrepreneurs group because the collaboration and the, the community there is really incredible. So that's TysonCoaching.com slash group. You'll be able to jump right in there and, and uh, meet some amazing people around the world. What's next for you, Tyson? What are you working on? Yeah, so... Uh the expansion of the group. So obviously I have a strong, strong message and strong, uh, strong pull to shift the consciousness of entrepreneurs from that achievement mentality to the achievement as a byproduct by solving the, and resolving the internal conflicts within you. So that's one element in which I, um, I'm focusing on, on growing the group, growing that message, making this, uh, this awareness mainstream and, um, and partnering with a lot of people who have uh, business communities and, and um, a business audience to help spread this awareness. So mm. that's really what I'm what I'm focused on is, is spreading it, helping my, my community and my tribes, and then obviously um, obviously growing my business with it as well as, as sort of just like I say, just as a byproduct of what I'm what I'm doing and who you're becoming. I love it, mate. Tyson, thanks so much for the for the chance to come and have a chat. I think the message that you have there. It, it would be new for a lot of people. So a lot of people who have for all of their lives been that um, focus-driven, target-orientated individual. And I think that the the conversation that we've had in the last half an hour or so would be something new for them. So I encourage you guys to have, an, have another listen to this and see how it resonates with you, see how it feels to be able to look at your outcomes in a different way and, and adjust that kind of fear feeling that, that may be coming through for a lot of you. Um, again, Tyson is Tyson Sharp of TysonCoaching.com. You can head over there, find out a whole bunch of stuff about working with Tyson specifically to help achieve some of the things that you're looking at. And as Tyson says, emotional fitness, being able to develop your emotions uh, in a way that can support you and your family for the for the long term so again tyson thanks so much for the chance to come and say hi and and communicate some of this stuff with people and uh, look forward to seeing what's coming through for you and the group i'm really loving the work that's in there um so well done on putting that together and, and exciting times again can't wait to see what's coming next for you awesome thanks so much man appreciate it cheers bud Hey everyone, it's Walt and thanks so much for listening to the episodes on the podcast. We really love bringing these interviews to you and I hope you're getting a lot out of them. We've designed the podcast to really help and to engage with everybody out there so you could help us by simply leaving us a comment or a review, subscribing 
on iTunes. Head over there now. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us. It helps more than you could possibly believe. Do that now. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.